from Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. Welcome to another episode of Stay Paid Silver Dollars. Today, we are going to be digging into a really cool topic that I think some of you guys probably know a little bit about. You may have heard of this gentleman. His name is Jocko Willink. He wrote the book Extreme Ownership. Amazing book. We actually, one of our core values here at Reminder Media, the company that produces Stay Paid Podcasts, at Stay Paid Podcasts on Instagram, one of our core values. <laughs> you just wanted to get that in there. You're like, hey, no one knows we're on Instagram. We are on Instagram right now, so please follow us. One of our core values here is Reminder Media is extreme ownership. We actually got this from Jocko's book of the same name, but it really embodies how we think. Own the problem, own the solution, and own the implementation. We recently had an opportunity to have Jocko speak to our company of 200 plus employees virtually as a reward for hitting their quarterly goals for the second quarter this year. And we're going to go through some of our top takeaways yeah, it was from his speech and his and his books. Yeah. yeah. Now, you know what was one of the most impressive things about him was we had 200 people basically on this virtual and he still was able to keep everyone engaged because the comments we got afterwards were phenomenal. And now I've learned something about presenting virtually. You got to get your face in the camera. Dude, he would get his like, face and his finger yeah, right yeah, in the camera. Yeah, he'd get his face right up in that camera when he got intense. And I was like, yeah, I need to use the camera more. When you got to stand. Like, oh, that's he was true. standing too. Yeah. yeah. We should probably stand when we do our webinar. Well, I guess you are. I do. Starting. I stand out here. Yeah, before. I don't. I'm sitting at my desk. That's. I need to stand from now on. Get right up in the webcam. Yeah. Well, that's my first takeaway that I didn't realize I had. I need to start standing yeah. for these webinars. Yeah. So, no, we're going to go through some of his... Uh, obviously, you can get all this stuff from his book, Extreme Ownership. Fantastic book. If you have not read it, uh, I would highly recommend reading yep. it. And then I'd highly recommend listening to the Audible because him and his partner's co-author, Leif Babin, they actually read the book. And so you get to hear like Leif the... Babin's pa- voice. Leif Babin's <laughs> voice. You get to hear like the passion behind them and he's because he's such a motivational dude. We actually had a call with him and we we're like, you know, started off just kind of, you know, general questions. Then all of a sudden he just starts going into, well, here's what I'm going to talk about. Like, okay, yes, <laughs> Military sir. Military mode. Yes, sir. <laughs> now, so the top four laws of combat that can apply to your business, cover and move, keep it simple, prioritize and execute, and then decentralize command. So we'll go through what each of those mean and kind of our top takeaways. But cover and move is all about this idea of teamwork, mm-hmm. this idea of working together as a team. And I think more importantly, if one person on your team fails or if one team fails, and I think that our natural inclination sometimes as a larger organization, it might not be as applicable, but even on a small team, you think, oh, well, if I fail, if I didn't do my job, or I'm sorry, if that person over there failed, uh, they didn't do their job, that doesn't affect me. Well, at right. least it wasn't me. And that's sort of the nature, like the CYA, cover your ace, ace <laughs> in life. It's, it's a like, PG Well, it wasn't podcast. me. You know, and his whole point is like, nah. It's you. That's a team. The team fails. Yeah. When when one person fails, the team fails. And the whole idea of this cover and move is obviously in battle, you're laying down fire, cover fire, so your counterpart can actually get up and move and not get shot. Yeah. And I was the example, of course. I kept getting killed in his examples that he used that throughout to our whole staff. So I'm sure the staff enjoyed that. But the point being is that it's so essential that each person does their job because the mission won't get accomplished. And we often think, like you just said, we often work in silos. And there's another book like Silos in, in Politics by, um, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, Patrick Leosoni yes. or whatever. 
that's really, really good. The same type of problem that kills businesses is, is you work in silos. You think about your own day, your own stuff all the time. You never think about anybody else. And that's why one of the reasons why teams fail. Yeah. Well, I mean, the example is basically like if, if you're if you're laying cover fire for your partner, he's moving. And then he's laying cover fire for you and you're moving closer. You're both moving towards your objective. If your partner gets shot, you're not going to think, well, that's his problem. <laughs> I'm good. And if you think of that about your business the same way, it's really the same way. Yep. It's the life or death of your business. Yep. The next one is to keep it simple. Really, the idea here is that the best plan is so simple and clear that every single person on the team understands it and knows exactly what to do. I think this can apply even as a solopreneur. Yep. Like you have to simplify your own plan, I think, even in your own mind in a way mm -hmm. where you know exactly what you're doing and why you're doing it. Well, one of our questions from our staff was um, they are a planner. They're in charge of planning. And one of the hardest things is that they want to plan to the detailed level. But things change so much all the time. But And I thought what was powerful about what he was saying was that you want to plan to accomplish the mission and have, he, like he would say he would make plans, I think, with like four to six different ways that you could accomplish this mission and accomplish this plan. And the idea being is like, you don't have to have every intricate detail worked out. And it actually hurts you more than it helps you if you actually have every single detail worked out because then all of a sudden, if one little thing in your plan changes, your whole plan goes to crap and you can't adjust yeah. versus keeping it simple and just thinking about what's the end goal? Stephen Covey says, begin with the end in mind. What, like, what's the end that you're trying to accomplish? Keep it very, very simple. And now we appreciate he didn't add this, the last S on it. Keep it simple, stupid, but you know, keep it simple. It's definitely, definitely really a powerful. That's one that hit me that goes, I go, you know, hey man, am I overcomplicating my advice to real estate agents? Am I overcomplicating mm, my advice to financial advisors? Like it really is simple. Build relationships like Sean Carpenter, right? We quote him all the time. Build relationships, solve problems, have fun. Yeah. Like that's, it's that simple. <laughs> Next one is to prioritize and execute. This is really looking at the problem. Actually, well, look at, let me finish that thought. Look at the problem. <laughs> this is my problem. I just assume that people know what I'm thinking and I don't like communicate a final, final thoughts. Like, yeah, they got it. They read my brain. Uh, look at the problem, assess the problem, figure out what your biggest problem is and prioritize that one. And I have to actually point back to our CEO. Mm. Steve Acri, who we interviewed on episode 100. Yeah, it's a great episode. So you should go back and listen to that if you're a new listener because you get to hear all about Reminder Media. You get to hear Steve's journey as an entrepreneur of like 30 years now mm -hmm. and uh, learn how this whole thing kind of came to be. Mm -hmm. But his biggest, um, biggest strength as an organization and as a leader is the ability to just zero in on what's the biggest problem that we've got right now, and then he just throws all of his effort towards it. Yep. He doesn't think about anything else. He's not, I mean, he always looks at the sales numbers, yeah, yeah. but he's not looking at, but he doesn't care. he's not yeah. looking at the financials, he's not looking yep. at anything else. He's just focused on how do we fix that one thing that's holding my team back from getting what they need to get done. Yep. No, it's super, super powerful. It's actually a gift to be able to hyper-focus, block out all distractions. And if you applied that even at the simplistic level and going, hey, what's the number one thing your business needs right now is probably more sales. What do you need to get those sales? You need to get on the phone and start prospecting type mm -hmm. idea. And you block everything else out. You don't need to have the perfect script yet. That will come as you keep calling. You don't have to have the perfect phone system. All these things that we actually think we need, it's like, no, 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 no. You prioritize, solve the biggest one. And in that, you end up getting all the other stuff done. Yeah. He also recommends, Jocko does, to detach from the emotion of the decision-making process. So yeah. One of our, our people asked, how do you actually detach? And I was like, that's a good question. <laughs> well, I think like if you've got like a baby in your business and you're like, you don't want to let that baby go, 
you know, you have to look at it and think, is this the highest priority, the biggest problem right now in my business? And do I really, am I emotionally attached to it? Is that why I keep coming back to it? Or is it going to uh, push my business? You know where this really applies is in the management of people Mm. is I have found so much now that I have to keep telling myself it's a business decision. It's not emotional. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't mean that you don't care about people. It's like, this is a business decision. It's not an emotional based decision. So whatever's haunting you right now of all the emotions there, just make the business decision. Detach yourself from that emotion. Number four on the laws of combat is decentralized command. So the idea around this is that everybody leads. And we actually have this as part of our core value too, being leadership. But, you know, to kind of break that down, it's everyone on the team understands the mission, the goal, and the end state. What are you trying to accomplish? You said it, begin with the end in mind, the parameters that they can work within, because you can't just let everyone do whatever they want to accomplish the mission. That's chaos. There are parameters. And then most importantly, why they're doing what they're doing. And that's the idea of, hey, you don't have to come to the leader. If I'm the leader and you're listening to this and you're a leader and you're tired of your people coming to you all the time asking you, what do I do next? What do I do next? Is this okay? Is this okay? Start thinking, how do I decentralize the command? Once you get everybody understanding what the mission is, the goal, and the end state, then they start making decisions. They should solve the problems. It truly is empowering your team. What's what's interesting is like one of the biggest excuses you hear from teams or from team members is like, well, I didn't know I had the power to be able to make that change. I didn't know I had the power to be able to do that. And it's like one of the hardest things to hear as a leader is going like, no, 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 you do have the power because we're all trying to achieve this mission together. And so many people hold themselves back from actually doing what they know they should be doing. And they use an excuse in their mind of like, well, I'm not technically in charge. I'm not technically the one who's the manager. I'm not technically, so I don't want to step on that person. Yeah, I don't have that title. You know, those toes or whatever. And it's like, no, 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 you're using that as an excuse. Yeah, yeah. So then there's some mindsets for victory. Um, One of the biggest takeaways is really this idea of discipline equals freedom, because we talk about this all the time in our business. Mm -hmm. Wanting, you know, we, our mission really is to help people live a life of freedom. Well, how do you achieve freedom? This is sort of the dichotomy is you achieve freedom through being disciplined. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Remove your freedom, apply discipline, and ultimately you will achieve Mm -hmm. that freedom. The example he gave that was super powerful was time. You want more free time. He said, to get more free time, you actually have to be more disciplined in your time. You have to practice better time management because if you actually practice better time management, you're going to find yourself with a bunch of free time you didn't have. And then he goes on to use that in like your health for your body and stuff like that, which is super simplistic and everybody realizes right away, no, 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 you're right. It's all about discipline. But what we thought was amazing when he was talking about discipline, when you apply it to business, Mm. and this is what we talked about at our quarterly meeting today, is He also said, in order to run a really, really free business, a free unit in the Navy SEALs, you have to have disciplined standard operating procedures. And these are where you have literally mapped out exactly how everything should go. And what was really powerful is he shared the example of loading Humvees off a truck, parking Humvees. And what's super interesting about that example is that you look at Navy SEALs and they're the top of their class. They're the brightest. These people are the most fit. You would think, I can, I don't have to tell them how to park a Humvee. No, no, no. Even the brightest at the top of their class, the most fit, you want to tell them exactly how to park the Humvee. Not because, oh, they're not smart enough to come up with a plan themselves. No, no, no. Because when everybody knows exactly what to do, it frees everybody for speed. And then also when you look at it at the detail level, guess what? 
Parking the Humvees is so important because they wanted to park the Humvees a couple feet back with the wheels out so they can take off real fast. And if you just think about parking in terms of high level, you're just like, oh, it doesn't matter how I park. No, no, no. Every little detail matters to run a really efficient and successful team and successful business. So really the takeaway there is, hey, you want freedom in your business? You should be looking at every procedure in your business and going, do I have a standard operating procedure? Think of real estate right now. I close Josh. He offers on the home. Do you have it mapped out, a standard operating procedure from the time he offers on the home to the time he closes exactly what should happen, when it should happen, how it will happen, and think of how free you will feel. Think of the weight that's lifted off your <laughs> shoulder because now it's not just wrangling inspectors last minute and all this other stuff. It's it's planned. It's all planned out. Absolutely. I love the one thing he said. He goes, you know, talking about sales and uh, a lot of people listen to this obviously are in sales because what happens if I'm not motivated to make my calls? This is this is oh, the yeah. time he got into the camera. A real <laughs> point of great. I don't care. You do it because you're disciplined and you want the results of making the call, which is such a powerful thing. If there's yep. something in your business right now, you're like, I don't want to do that. I don't care. You yeah, do it do because it it's, you're disciplined. And if you've created those standard operating procedures and you've created those habits because you want the results mm -hmm. of what that discipline will bring you. Well, he talked about uh, motivation. Motivation <laughs> is a fleeting emotion. Yeah, yeah. Some days you'll come in motivated to make your calls. Good. Make your calls. Some days you'll come in demotivated and don't want to make your calls. Good. Make your calls anyways. Yeah. It's the same idea. What's the best day to go to the gym? When you don't feel like yeah, it. Yeah, when you don't feel like it. Because that proves that you've got the discipline and the habit mm -hmm. to get the results that you want. And then the last thing we'll touch on is really this idea of humility. He goes, it's he does say it's the most important characteristic for a leader to have is humility. And they would actually fire SEAL leaders um, yeah. because they lacked humility. They would fire SEALs. Well, this is a real problem for a lot of people who want to be in leadership. And that are leaders. There's a lot of non-humble leaders is like you think you have to take the glory, you think you have to be the loudest, you think you have to be the one that's always right. And, and the truth is, you know how you build trust, which is the foundation of every great team, is you actually show vulnerability, you actually show humbleness, you actually show that you're not afraid to, whether it's fail, you're not afraid to listen to somebody else's idea if it's a better idea than yours. And in that, you build a foundation of trust and respect, which in the end, they give you the recognition, they give you the, the things that you probably want. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for listening to this episode. Just wanted to touch on those takeaways that we had from uh, the Extreme Ownership. This was an hour and a half meeting with, with Josh. Oh, it was so, intense. It was awesome. So that was a that was just touching the surface on some of the things that we had an opportunity. It was just one or two golden nuggets. To there. take away from it. Hey, maybe we'll get Jocko on the podcast. We can go into those a little bit deeper. Mm -hmm. Send him a DM on Instagram. Just be like, Jocko. Jocko, you got to be on Luke and Josh's Stay Paid Podcast. We're at Stay Paid Podcast on Instagram, <laughs> in case you're wondering. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Head on over to staypaidpodcast.com for the show notes and video of this episode. Uh, and if you're looking for ways to support the show, there's only two ways that we ask you to do that. First is to head on over to iTunes, or I should say Apple Podcasts. I don't know why I keep calling it iTunes. Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating. Leave a review. That really helps us out. It helps more people see the uh, podcast. And then the best way is really word of mouth. Tell a friend. Tell a friend about this episode. Share it on social. Yeah, and tell a friend about this dad joke that I'm about to lay on you. <laughs> Luke. Ariel just literally was like, <sighs> Luke, I burnt my Hawaiian pizza today. Oh, no. I should have cooked it on a low hot temperature. You're welcome. If you want to get a hold of me or Luke, These are too much. you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. Comment if you made it that low. Comment on the, <laughs> or that low. If you made it that far.
<laughs> to that low point. No, comment on the YouTube video. Let us know. And if you hadn't heard, we are on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. <laughs> give us a follow. We I say thank you to everyone who follows us. So give us a follow. I'm gonna you're gonna get a thank you message from me, and then you know. Tell me how you heard about the podcast. We yes. love to hear that kind of we stuff. We love to it's hear that so story. It's so cool to hear how people hear about the podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Acree. And the action item is difficult, but really simple. I think you need to implement the standard operating procedures in your business. Now, I'm not asking you to go take every part of your business and map out every part. That's where you should get to. But literally just choose one piece. So I would start with, hey, man, what is the one thing that where you feel like, wow, the communication falls down all the time, or that's so frustrating that that keeps popping up. Implement a disciplined standard operating procedure for that piece, for that process, that structure, and see how that little piece just adds freedom to your mindset, freedom to your stress, freedom in helping you achieve what you want to achieve, and then apply it again and again and again. Remember, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every single business we work is top producers take action. Take action on that today.